Droid Today. Welcome to Droid Today, your daily dose of Android news, tips, and tricks. Episode 4 of Droid Today, coming at you on today, Thursday the 19th of February 2015. Droid Today is your daily dose of Android news, tips and tricks. And today we've got four stories coming up for you that are about top Android news. You can check out show notes for today if you go over to droidtoday.com. And if you want to interact with us, send us a message over at Droid Today, uh, on Twitter at Droid underscore Today. Anyway, let's get into the top news stories. Samsung have snapped up Loop Pay, a rival to Apple Pay. A pebble with a colour screen could be coming soon if rumours are to be believed. Palabre is an RSS reader that you'll want to check out. And if this, then that becomes a lot more... dewy. So, story number one. Pebble have got a countdown timer up on their website. Pebble, if you remember, these are some of the smartwatch pioneers. They were ones to bring out one of the first successful, at least, big-name smartwatches. And uh, so there's this countdown up on their screen pointing to uh, four days' time as of going to press. And uh, there's a lot of speculation what's coming next. It's been about a year since the last Pebble update came along, the Pebble Steel. And so people are wondering what's going to come next. A lot of rumours are pointing to a colour display coming for the Pebble. This would make a lot of sense when you consider rival smartwatches such as the Apple Watch and the uh, Android Wear watches all come with colour displays, so it is becoming an expectation. The big, big link with this rumour though is that they may be able to keep the battery life of the Pebble, that's seven days battery life, Uh, and still have a colour display, possibly via some variant of colour e-ink. We'll have to wait and see exactly what it is. There are some other hardware rumours, such as an inbuilt microphone, which could potentially bring in features such as voice commands, which would be very welcome. I know that I use the voice commands on my Android Wear device quite a lot and find it quite a useful feature especially for things like setting timers whilst cooking the other big interesting little note of this is that there's possibly a new os coming along with this new version of the pebble which makes sense after all uh the original os was designed for a uh, a black and white screen e-ink screen if they are changing to a color screen 
then a, a, a new OS might be necessary. And if there are voice commands, that could also have a big impact. Uh, this new OS uh, has some designers from WebOS working on it. And WebOS was very well received as a designed uh, interface. So it'll be interesting to see what actually does come up in uh, four, just over four days time. Will it be a color pebble? Rumors are pointing that way. So let's see what comes. RSS may have gone the way of the dodo for most people, but if you're one of those people who still uses RSS, still keeps track of blogs via RSS, I know I do, then you may really want to check out Palabre. It's a really beautifully material-esque designed RSS reader that's uh, designed to help you stay on top of the news. It's got uh, a magazine-style design where you have nice, big, large images which you can flick through, or a list view, so you can just simply scroll down and see the titles. It also has uh, the option of a readability view whilst you're looking at different articles to see a more simplified version without the distractions that you can get on some websites. And, uh, and also... Uh, Android Wear support, which sounds like a very interesting way to add that. So, Palabre, an interesting RSS reader. If you still check out RSS like I do, then it's something you'll want to look into. Uh, it supports Feedly as well as just RSS feeds. So, check it out. If this, then that. It's an app which people either seem to love and really helps them, or one which people don't usually or don't get i personally really like if this and that i have a few recipes which really help me and save me time uh basically it's a service which connects different services so if you wanted to you could have it tweet uh, you could have it post on facebook your tweets when you shared them that's a very simple example but you can do a lot more complicated things uh, the name helps explain how it works. Uh, basically, you have a list, uh, a very set formula. If something, then something else. So you can create very uh, the, what they call recipes to help you connect different services. So like the example I gave before, if I tweet something, post it to Facebook, then post it to Facebook. But you can also have some more complicated examples, things such as uh, archiving your email uh, into Evernote. If you uh, if you if you save it in uh, in uh, in Gmail or something like this, then it can be sent to Evernote as well, so you have a backup copy there. Or if you uh, if you uh, take a picture or uh, post a picture onto Instagram, save it to your Dropbox account so that you have a permanent copy there. Well, this has been around for ages and lots of people have used it. But if this and that have just updated to add a whole load of new apps, three new apps. So the original app, which was called IFTTT, has become just if, I-F in big letters. And this has the old recipes that you always had. Now there are three new apps, which all start with the name do. So the first one, do button, do camera, and do note. And they all give you actionable starting points. So 
the do button has some very basic features. You press a button on your screen and you can set it so that you uh, turn on your uh, hue lights. If you have smart lights in your home, it turns on your hue lights. Or you could have it so that if you push a button, it will send a set text message to your partner to inform them that you're on your way home or something like this. So a very simple feature with the button. You can also use it for things like time logging, like when you first tap it, uh, record what in a spreadsheet that time and then tap it again and it records the time after that. So you could use it to say when you start and when you finish a certain task. Uh, then there's Note. Note allows you to start writing a text and then do up to one of three different actions to it. So you can choose these actions, of course, as well, but you can only store three at a time. Uh, so I'll tell you my three, and then I think that will help show how uh, the use of this uh, application. Uh, so one of them I have is save a note to Evernote. So I could just start typing and then save something to Evernote. Another one is to send a message to someone. So I could start typing up a message, then press that button and send it to whoever I want. And it's got a much nicer interface for writing a message in. And the final one is uh, is a calendar one. So I could save uh, a note and turn it into a calendar event. So, for example, meeting with James at 12 o'clock, uh, in the restaurant next, well, in uh, in the Hard Rock Cafe, and then it will understand the location, the name, who is in there, the time of the event, and it will turn that into a calendar event uh, in in Google uh, calendars. So very useful. It's. Uh, I wish they had some extra recipes because then it would be a lot more like uh, this application on iOS called Drafts, one which is actually quite useful, where you can just start typing and then worry about what you need to do with it later. So you start typing and then you work out, oh, this should be saved into Evernote or I should send this as an email to someone or I should write this as a blog post or this should go into my personal diary, something like this. Uh, is very powerful, but uh, unfortunately, you can only have three recipes in Do Notes at the moment, so it's a bit more limited. Final one Do Camera. This adds the option of uh, doing actions to a picture or pictures that you take. So if you take a picture, you could save it to your cloud storage, one that uh, other people can access as well, or send it across various different social networks. So Adds these three apps add a few extra functions to what is already a great service. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to playing around with them and working out some great workflows, ways that I can make the most of, uh, of my phone to automate basic things in life which uh, aren't that difficult, but it's nice not to have to think about. So the top story, obviously, Apple Pay uh, isn't really a thing where I am in Europe. Uh, I've never seen an Apple Pay terminal. I've never seen anyone try to pay with Apple Pay. But Apple Pay is starting to spread across America. And that's great news if you're an American and use an iOS device. Not such great news 
if you don't live in America and if you have an Android device. Well, the big story that broke yesterday was Samsung have snapped up LoopPay, which is an alternative mobile payment system to Apple Pay. Like Apple like Apple Pay, you can save different cards into an application on your phone. And with these different card details, you can then pay using the best card that is right for the situation uh, at the right time. You don't have to uh, carry around a whole heap of cards in your pocket. You just have them on you in your mobile device, which you always have with you anyway. The big difference is the technology they're using to do it. LoopPay uses a system which mimics the magnetic card reader that is very common in American uh, American shopping terminals. So this means that it will work with any existing magnetic strip point of sales terminal. That's really great news because there are so many of these terminals all across America in so many different types of shops, in small shops, in large shops. Uh, you're going to be able to just point, put your phone right up next to the, uh, the cashier's terminal and then be able to just pay with your phone as well uh, using whichever card details are best. Uh, this obviously is a lot wider in use than Apple Pay and gives it a good standing. It doesn't mean no one's going to have to upgrade to a new point of service terminal. So this could really catch on. Uh, however, as a European, I can see some issues with this. Uh, here in Europe, most of the time people pay by a service known as chip and pin, which is a little chip that's put inside your card, which then a card reader can read. Uh, and this is, uh, this is supposedly more secure than magnetic strips and, uh, and is, is much more widespread across Europe. Also, people often pay with near-field communication services, NFC uh, services built into their cards as well, where you simply tap your card on a terminal and then you pay with that. So using magnetic strips may not be as applicable here it may not catch on in the same way. I I don't think this will be too much of an issue for Samsung. After all, near-field communication is built into many, uh, it's built into basically all Samsung devices. I'd love for you to tell me a phone that's on sale from Samsung which doesn't have NFC at the moment, but uh, there could well be one, but as far as I know, there aren't any. So it could be very easy to add these services together to merge them and make a much more widespread service than the current uh, Apple Pay, which is very limited. Um, it's obviously an area that a lot of companies are looking to get into. A week ago, there was this talk about Square trying to develop a new alternative after Apple Pay seemed to have taken away a lot of their competition, uh, a lot of their market, and, uh, and also Google looking to create their own uh, payment service as well. So it'll be interesting to see what develops there. So as just as a roundup, the four stories from today, Pebble, a new Pebble device coming soon, possibly with, uh, with a colour screen. 
Palabra, a great new RSS reader for Android. If this then that adds extra doing actions with new apps and Samsung looking into, uh, Samsung have acquired LoopPay. This episode of Droid Today is brought to you by TechAris.com. Tech news you can trust. And also moregeek.com, where you can just geek out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Droid Today. If you enjoyed it, I just have a little request. Could you head over to iTunes and leave a little review and rating for us? That would be amazing. No one has done it yet. That's because we're a brand new podcast. This is only episode four. So if you did that, I would definitely give you a shout out on the show. The first person who does it will get a special shout out live on the show so thank you very much for listening i hope you've enjoyed it see you tomorrow